Hello. Welcome back. Another week, another episode. My name is Sam. And joining me, as always, is my ever-present podcasting partner. Alex, how are you doing, mate? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. Yeah. Um, we're not alone. I'm not I'm just gonna jump straight into it because I'm yeah, excited that he's here, to be honest. Yeah. He's back. Finally, we managed to book him. We managed to find a little slot for him. TFE, welcome. And, and he's turned here up again. this time. Yeah, he's, he Thank you for said me. he's gonna come and uh, he is. He's uh he's our he was our extra man. He's our extra man. Yes, I've always got time for the send him off podcast. I've always, I've always got, got time for the send him off podcast. This is, um, <laughs> this is a new little new little segment series, whatever you want to call it. It's it's um, so new, we didn't even know about it till this well, till this afternoon, wasn't it? It's about four o'clock, probably. Yeah, it's about um, four o'clock this afternoon. So it's now half past seven, so yeah. Um this is this is hot takes. So uh, this is where we're gonna to have to come up with a name for this actually because we've had like trend him off, we've had what was it, rant him off, take like him hot. off. <laughs> oh, that's good, that's good. Take him off, hot yeah, take. Him off. No, but like having brackets, like small brackets, like lowercase. <laughs> <laughs> is that like the stripper version? Like, take it off, yeah, yeah, <laughs> take, yeah, take yeah. it off. Um, <laughs> yeah, so hot take. So TFE is gonna throw out some of his uh. Some of his wildest football opinions, maybe. If this and, goes uh, well, if this goes well, you might see TFE a bit more often in some yeah. future episodes with his own little segment. It's, essentially, this is this is a job interview. TFE. Yeah, this um, this, like, <laughs> this is I a job sh- interview. Yeah. If you balls up, you'll make it today. Um, yeah. Shall we? Shall we get in? What What is your first hot take? Okay, so my first one uh, is something that I am very passionate about. Some of these are a bit, uh, but this one I'm very passionate about. And the hot take is Liverpool will only win one trophy this season because their defence is not good enough. Discuss. Right, you sent this one earlier. And a part of me agrees, a part of me disagrees. Because who do Liverpool have in the FA Cup? Next, is it Arsenal in the For, Forest away? Oh, Forest away. My apologies. No, they got Arsenal in the league, and they, they might do a job on Forest. They probably will, let's be fair. It'll be Cooper Ball. But who else is still left in the FA Cup? Because I can't see him winning the Premier League. I'm not going to lie. And the Champions League, forget it. That's yeah. not right. Where, uh, I, they haven't got a chance. In the Champions League? Yeah. Yeah. Thing is, I'll, exp- I'll explain why I said one trophy only. And the one trophy is the Carabao Cup, which they s- they scammed. I- that was just, I was watching it, and no, it was a bit no, fraudulent. No. I haven't asked you about that. See that? I don't know if you can see that. That's fraudulent. Why I mean, like, these guys know why I'm saying it. But the reason why I'm saying that they will only win one trophy is because the last two, three games I've watched of them, they give away too many chances. Against West Ham, they gave away, like, three, like, guilt-edge opportunities. Antonio should have put a couple away. Pablo Fornal should have scored. It was a good clearance off the line. Against Chelsea, everyone knows. There was, like, four or five attempts where Chelsea should have put the ball in the back of the net and it didn't count. And the one where they did and it was onside got called offside. So, yeah, you get a bit lucky. But everyone, every team gets a bit lucky and you win that trophy. But again, into Milan last night, I was watching that in the casino, right? And I was just, I was thinking like, how the hell, how the hell are you going to allow Inter Milan to get two, three chances? And then the one they score is a wildy, and then you just don't attack them. So for that reason, I think you can get away with it against the Inter Milan. 
You do that against a Bayern, I'm sorry, 7-1, Lewandowski, you're getting cooked if you give them opportunities like that. I know you're going to play a bit deeper if you're playing Bayern Munich, but you're going to get cooked. You play that against Man City at the Etihad, yeah, you you guys are all going on about, oh, April the 9th or April the 10th, oh, that's when the title's been decided. No, the title's already been decided, yeah? Because if you do that at the Etihad, you're going to get put to the sword, right? PSG, you're probably going to get put to the sword. And I, to be honest, I'm going to go as far as saying, if you get Chelsea again, you're going to get put to the sword then. So for that reason, Season, I believe the Liverpool will finish on one trophy this season. It is good to have you back. Being clipped. Yeah. And I, it's good to have him back. Uh, it is good to have him back. I see, doesn't mean, his do, I see what you mean about the chances, right? But but they give Chelsea chances. They've given, you know, other teams, they, they give Inter Milan chances. They won both games or they won both ties. I mean, I mean, they, those two games, they lost against Inter. Yeah, they won 2-0 away, which is a great result. But they lost against Inter. They drew against Chelsea. Should have lost against Chelsea with the Lukaku goal. And um, what I was going to say, I, I'm not saying this because I'm a hater. Yeah, I'm saying this because I saw this with Chelsea in November. Before we drew to Burnley and then before we drew to United, we were giving away chances against teams uh, and I was I was concerned. And then we drew against Burnley, then we drew against United, then we drew against somebody else and we started losing games. Yeah, so I've seen this happen to my own team. And for that reason, that's why I'm saying that Liverpool, like, yeah, you can go on, oh, Joe Matty, what a funny guy, oh, the coconut, the palm tree, that stupid little video, yeah, <laughs> that they bring up as if as if that makes it like a class defender. Yeah, you can bring up that nonsense. You can bring up Canate, even though he's just like a, he's not a, a proper footballer, Canate. He's just like a man. Mountain, that's it. So I think like defensively, they're just not good enough. And if you want to win the quadruple or the treble or whatever nonsense they want to go on about, you can't be giving up chances like that because when you get in the uh in the big big games against the big big teams, you're gonna get put to the sword. I, I I I do agree with it. I'm not gonna lie, like it's the same, like what you were saying with Chelsea there, like there's only so much you can ride your luck. And I was listening to the radio this morning and they were talking about what Klopp was saying and they were saying, well, you've got to lose the right games. All right, yeah, that's all well and good. You can lose the right games and you can still be in a good position. But that's you're only going to be able to take that so far. Like, there's going to come a time where your luck's just going to run out. And I know luck is a is a concept in it. It's not real, but it's true in it. Within football, you can only get so, so many chances, so many, you know, you can only get away with so much. The same with the Chelsea game. They should have lost that game. If not within 90 minutes, then 120 at least. They shouldn't have gone to penalties because Chelsea should have won the game. Simple as that. They should have won the game, not the penalty shootout because penalty shootouts is just, again, to use the phrase, it's just luck. It's just whatever, you know, whatever happens. But within within the 90 minutes or the 120 at the very least, they should have lost the game. We'll we'll reserve judgment on whether it's a, a hot take or a not take. Which I've I've just Hot come up take with. That. Or not. Thank you very much. There we are. Um, think of that one in the old. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just uh, come up with that. So we'll reserve judgment for a second. I've got a little Liverpool-related hot take, which those of you who've listened to this podcast before and know my previous views on Liverpool, this might surprise you. Oh, I was going to say. Think, Go on, I no. think this Liverpool squad this season, with the likes of Jota and Luis Diaz, is better than the Liverpool squad that won the title and the Champions League. I think they have a better team now than they did then. I think Jota was a very inspired signing. That was a, Whoever decided on that one deserves a pay rise. Um, is it better, though? I, I don't know if it's worse. 
I mean, I mean, I, I, I guess in the terms that like Luis Diaz is better than Jordan Shakiri and Diogo Jota is better than Divock Origi. Yeah. In those sort of yeah. sense, then yes. But as in the team that won the like the Premier League got ninety nine points. Even though Diogo Jota is like a quality player, scored ten goals already. Like he's, he's up there with the top scorers in the league. And Luis Diaz, I definitely I agree. I think he's a top baller. And I was watching when I was watching him against Chelsea. He gives me Sadio Mane vibes in the sense where he's like too fast for his own ability. But Sadio Mane was too fast for his own ability. Then Klopp just was like, okay, cool. I'll develop you into a great player. And then he had the pace. And then he had the finishing. Then he had the dribbling. And then that's what how he became an amazing player in 1920. But I would say, like, the overall level of this squad is probably less. But to, to replace Shakiri and Divock Origi with those two players, it's obviously an upgrade. Interesting. So That's a good point. That's a good on point. TFE's original point, Liverpool are only going to win one trophy this season. The one they've already won. Alex, hot take or not take? Wait, which is which is agree or like which is agree or disagree? Oh, a hot take you agree with? I'm, do you know, I'm going to stick my neck out here and I'm going to back him because I I don't think they're going to win more than that this season. I I don't think they're going to win the FA Cup. They they're not going to win the Premier League. City are just too good. I know they are. They cocked it up with Spurs, but I I do think you know they they're going to be able to you know win the league still and the Champions League. I don't even think it's even worth asking to be honest. I, Ge- see, I think, I think of all of them. I think of all of them, the Champions League is the one they're most likely to win. No. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I can, really I can, do. Yeah. I can't I even think. No, but potentially the FA Cup, but like the Champions League, that's just they just turn at no. Liverpool and Champions League nights. They just go together and they just turn up. And you you're know, telling they, me if Liverpool draw Bayern Munich, they give them a game. They will give them a game. Yeah, just giving them a game. Okay, you can give them a game because you you know all eleven are going to turn up on a pitch at the end of the day. But mm-hmm. are they going to are they going to win the game? I I wouldn't put it past them, mate. I really wouldn't. I really. I'd, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love would. to see them against what I like from a bias point of view. I'd love to see them against Chelsea in the next round of the Champions League because I'd see over two legs. You'd actually see like. Like if they come out on top and win like two one or three two or something, like you'd see that over 180 minutes, like the cream basically always rises to the top. Yeah. And if they beat Chelsea in that in that sense, then my opinion will change because my team is Chelsea and I think my team is sick. But if they come in and they and I can tell you about players, then my opinion on this will change. But for right now, I think you can't give away this many chances and get away with it because City, mm. you saw against United. They gave away like three, four opportunities, and within they uh, within a fifty minute period at half time, Pep Guardiola would just like like change them completely, and then they won the second half three 0 yeah, or two yeah. 0 The 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 you know they took taken away away goals this season, haven't they? Which we've talked about before. That sort of about loses time, a dimension. To be yeah, it loses a dimension sort of though, because I think you I, know there, there was, is, there's there a level of excitement. Of, yeah, yeah. There, it was jeopardy and excitement with it. But I mm. think now. As TFE rightly pointed out, over 180, 180 minutes. If you just play two games now, there's no away goals. It's just yeah. 100, 180 minutes. The best team will invariably win. Yeah, it's really that, unlikely that the better team, genuinely the better team, will play the better football, are going to lose over just two normal 180 minutes. Well, the thing is, a few years ago, um, Chelsea did play Liverpool, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, they did. I say a few years ago, a number of years ago. Towards, can anyone hear me? Yeah, I can. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, sorry. 
right, sorry, I, I don't know what it was. I was just trying to waffle a little bit there, to be honest, because I think yeah, it right. was. I was just waffling. So, no, right. what I was going to say was um, Chelsea played Liverpool, and they, it was, was it a five all? Can anyone remember that? I don't buy like 2009 or 2008. Something like that. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. the year after. Alex scored. Did you just say, yeah, you say fairly recently? <laughs> I say fairly recently compared <laughs> to like when, years ago, mate. when. <laughs> When you know Real Madrid were five times to this in a row. weren't born then. <laughs> they are. Do you know? Third, was it thirteen years? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's a bit thing. That is, isn't it? that's a bit yeah. thing. That there's people yeah, listening who might not have been born. That's great. Yeah. I feel a bit nancy. Not gonna lie, the one I've said that. <laughs> but, I feel a bit. Anyway, uh, I was gonna talk about away goals. I was just gonna waffle a little bit. I don't know. The, to be honest, what I was about to say wasn't that interesting. So let's just not talk about it because I'm embarrassed now. I miss away goals. I don't know. I didn't hear what he said, but I miss away goals. I'll, I'll say that. I feel like I, I agree. That's I'm going to miss them. That's a hot I'm, take. That is a hot yeah. take. I'm going to miss them, but I think it's good that they're gone. Unless it screws over Chelsea, then I hate it. And yeah, I'm, <laughs> then I'm yeah. If it screws over Chelsea, then I don't like it. But wasn't it wasn't it because um, the away goal would encourage the away team to go and attack rather than just defend and save? Yeah, is that what that was? But the away goal also allowed for fraudulent things to happen, such as uh, 2009, Chelsea versus Barcelona. Should have had like three penalties and ah. it said Iniesta scores in the last minute and they, mm. for some reason, go through and win the Champions League. I'm not upset about that. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm over it. it. <laughs> yeah. I'm over that's, it. That's uh, one of them things. That's one of those nights that won't get forgotten. Yeah. How, I, I remember watching that game because I, 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 you know, I... I I'm a big, well, big. I want that's, a big Chelsea, obviously. That's the, Swans now, but yeah. I wanted to see Chelsea do well. But I remember that game, and I couldn't believe it. That, mm. That's the one where that's the Drogba one, right? Where it's yeah. a disgrace. Yeah, and then Michael that Ballack was, was screaming down the referees, yeah. fraud and everything. What a quality player he was. Yeah, oh, there you are. But I guess it's that we always end up going down memory lane, don't we? Yeah. But this was that was quality Champions League. That was that was peak. Ah, oh, peak, peak Champions League. ITV, ITV hot Sport. Take. ITV, hot yeah. take. Hot take. BT have killed the Champions League. Amen. Amen to that. <clears throat> BT have killed the Champions League. Oh, Disagree. Peter has killed the Champions League. Pay on, no, eighteen nineteen. I'm sorry, eighteen nineteen. For for me, it's just like <laughs> oh, it's just I don't have words to describe. It's my first year of uni. Like. It was just like the best Champions League ever. And Darren Fletcher's voice is just so iconic. Like over like a pub speaker, yeah. Where it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like really echoey, but it's like just hearing his voice. And when he screamed for Lucas Moura to score, I'm not, I'm a Chelsea fan. I wanted them to lose. But I was low-key hyped when I heard Darren Fletcher screaming. When I heard like, Arrigue! Yeah, like there's so many iconic moments from BT Sport. I honestly think because of how good ITV Sport were, they're just going to get, BT Sport were going to get haters. Hating on their Champions League coverage, but honestly, I think their Champions League coverage has been amazing. I feel, I feel for that was kids. a not take. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I, I kind of do agree. With, yeah, I agree with TFE there. Be maybe not specifically BT. I just feel sorry for kids like me when I was growing up. Yeah, I, I never I had like same. Sky Sports, not because no, I was yeah. on the breadline, like, but you know, it was just because like just, you, you never know, paid for First row sports, total yeah. sport, yeah. keys goal, Reddit like, soccer streams. My parents That's how we are football it. fans, <laughs> so we, we didn't have Sky Sports, you know, so I ITV, Champions League nights, they were my football where, nights. That, that's that's how I, I watched my Champions game, League, like. yeah. On a sort of a, well, it was a Wednesday afternoon, Tuesday, Tuesday evening, really, on yeah. sort of su- summertime. I remember like Champions League finals, yeah. semi-finals. Do you know the one I Good always days. remember? The one um, 
uh, Bayern Munich and Man United uh 2010, I think it was. Was it Robin? When Robin, Robin scored. scored that volley. Robin scored, oh. yeah. Oof. Oof. That was incredible. And then he started, yeah, yeah the celebration. Yeah. And the one where, really specifically, I can't remember the year actually, 2011, 12, I want to say it was, where um, Arsenal played Barcelona in, in the new Camp and Fabregas on a back heel, like just outside his own box. And it went yeah. to a Barcelona player and it threaded through to Messi. Chips it, oh, beautiful. Chips it over Al Munia. Oh, oh, wasn't it? Chips it over Al. Oh, wait, no, no, I think of a different goal. Chips it over, and then proceeds to whack it in the back of the net. Is that the one, or is uh, that a different goal? Not a different I can't goal. Remember, to be honest, with you. I was it ITV Sport? Did, was it on ITV Sport when Arshavin scored that goal? Do you remember the one he scored against Barcelona? It was like a counter goal, and then he's like whipped it around. Like, do you know the Sancho goal this weekend? Yeah, yeah. It was like a carbon copy of that against Barcelona. I don't remember, oh, I remember that one. Oh, what a great oh, way to uh, kill it. <laughs> right, let's have another hot take. Let's yeah, have another, let's have another hot one. Take. TFE. Yeah, I've got another hot take. Um, so it's kind of to do with Liverpool as well, uh, in the sense that I'm slandering them again. And the hot take is Lewandowski is clearly the best player in the world. Now, this this kind of upsets me a little bit, to be honest with you. I'm not going to agree or disagree just yet because I'm I'm not actually sure. But obviously, growing up, it was always Messi and Ronaldo, it? and the fact now that they're not getting mentioned in this debate means that their time is slowly coming to an end. And I don't know how I feel about that. Well, it's sad, isn't it? But I think you know. Hey, just shut you up. Look I'll just get on with you look at the players who kind of come through with it, like the top. You know. No, I, I get that. By this time, you, we're going to be talking about. You know, oh, Bappe, Haaland, Flynn Downs. Uh, Flynn Downs. <laughs> you know, it's going to... Mike Loberfermi. It's just going to be unbelievable. Oh, no, I think... TFE doesn't even know who they are. He no, I know it's Swansea now. He said Mike yeah. Loberfermi. I think he's on there. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got him. He's ours now. He's ours. Yeah. Um, no, it's... But no. I, yeah. Lewandowski. Is he I, the best player in the world? Is he better than... because? Messi, I've I've turned Siri on for some reason. I didn't ask for Siri, I turned him on. But any case, is Lewandowski currently better than Lionel Messi is currently? Yeah, I mean, because- like, it's not even is he better than Lionel Messi, it's is he better than Kylian Mbappe and Mohamed Salah? And the answer is yes. Yeah. I think he's better than Mbappe. I, I think Mbappe's still got a way to go. Salah is, I think he's at his prime now. He is the finished yeah. article of what he is going to be. So mm. I think I'd take Lewandowski over Salah personally. I know there are people that are going to disagree with that and they probably wear red to be honest with you the red of Liverpool mm. but I'd personally take Lewandowski over Salah would I take Lewandowski over Messi even now the way Messi is the season he's had it's a tough one it's a very tough one because I know Messi sort of he's creeping over the hill but you can still change a game it's yeah, hundred percent. Like I feel like old, uh, all quality players as they get older can they all have that sort of like ability. Like even Fabregas now, he could probably like win a like a big game just because he's got that like natural ability. But with yeah. Lewandowski, like his numbers are ridiculous. Like he's hit forty goals a season for like the past like four or five seasons. Right, it's nobody's done numbers. that. Nobody's yeah. nobody's done that over the last four or five seasons. Obviously, Messi and Ronaldo have done it for like have done it for ten seasons. Messi's done it, and Ronaldo's done it for nine seasons. But Lewandowski's hit forty, and it's March. Right, he's like carrying that buy-in team. Like they, he's thirty-two. He's supposed to be past his prime, 
and he's hitting all these numbers. The only player I'd say that comes close is Salah because I was watching a uh, BT Sport uh, video. It was Jordan Henderson and it was um, Rio Ferdinand. And they were asking like, oh yeah, is Mohamed Salah the best player in the world? And they were both agreeing, saying yes. And I was thinking like the amount of disrespect that Lewandowski is getting, like he sh- obviously everyone knows he should have won the Ballon d'Or last year, should have won the Ballon d'Or 2021 and 2020. And to be honest, he probably should have won it. He probably will win it 2022. Obviously you don't, I'm basing that on the play rather than the trophies because we don't know who's won what. But like every time I watch Rob Lewandowski, I, he just brings like, I don't know, he's just too, too good because I think that Kane is, like, amazing because he can do all these passes and he can, like, the way he strikes ball is incredible. But Lewandowski is just, I can't describe how good he is. He just reminds me of R9. That's who he reminds me of. That's how good of a footballer he is. Pro- that's the not, thing, not to have this R9 debate again, Lewis. He's a proper centre-forward, but like you said, he can do seemingly anything on a football field as well. I honestly don't know who there is like him. Other, I was going to say that. I was going to say I, that. I think you have to turn to the legends, like like our nine. Because there is when when you say there's no one like him, it's not like oh there's no one like him, but it's it's very much like to to be all you know dramatic and all that. But it's very like he he is your proper centre forward, and he's a big strong bloke. But his his variety and his range on the football field is it's quite extraordinary actually when you think about it. It's quite the uh, you 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 don't see many of those. But to be able Just. to do, but to be able to do, bleh, I can't speak. Bleh, bleh. To be able to do all that and still hit those numbers, yeah, that's true. Is staggering, actually staggering. It's ridiculous when you think about it. But 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 one question, and this this is this is my hot take that I'm just going to come out with, and you might agree. I don't know whether Sam will agree with this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Numbers and statistics have have killed football. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all right. No, 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 extent, sorry, when sorry, sorry. 14, let me, when someone's let me, let me rephrase. a season for four seasons in a row, mate. Let me rephrase that. The obsession with numbers and statistics. Because the numbers and statistics are important. I will mm-hmm. I will be fair. But the obsession and the scrutiny of them has killed football. Yeah, I mean, like, the most important thing should be the eye test. Really, like, when, you, when you're... Yeah, like, I'm, yes, thank when, you. When you're talking about football, it should be the eye test, but... Nowadays, to articulate your point, you have to have something to back it. Like you need evidence. It's like English, like language. Yeah. Like you need uh, point so evidence explained. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, yeah. so. Like nowadays, it's like the evidence is literally the numbers. And if your numbers are dead, then then people aren't gonna like think you're sick. Like uh, who was it? Eden Hazard. He was his prime was 18, 19. He got 16 goals and 15 assists. And people looked at those numbers and it was just like, oh, well, it's not 20, 20, 20. It's not um, like 20 goals, 20 assists. It's not Ronaldo numbers. It's not Messi numbers. He shouldn't even be in the team of the year, right? But if you watched him that season, I remember watching him and I was at football games getting shouted out from behind because I couldn't sit down when I was watching that guy play. Right. So it should be like, honestly, like him and Neymar, I can't even even a Neymar at home. I I cannot sit down and watch Neymar when he's at his best because it's just like, it's ridiculous. But now you can't explain that to somebody and then, and then them to be like, that's Oh yeah, that's why I'm going to follow you. I'm going to listen to what you're saying because you can't stand up. Yeah. It, it, for them to comprehend it, it's got to be, Oh, well he hit 20 goals and he's hit 15 assists this, this month. So um, yeah, he's a great player. And then you watch him play. It's like Aguero. His numbers are incredible. But if you watch him play, he didn't do much apart from score. 
right? But then people will say just because he's he won titles and he scored goals, he was this amazing all-round player. His passing was exquisite. His tackling was great. His pressing from the front was amazing. I'm like, buddy, the only really good thing was his finishing, and his finishing was elite. So don't like gas it up from that. So I, I would agree with you on the stats, though, basically. I think the over-reliance on them. Like, uh, I saw a tweet the other that, day. Yeah, over-reliance obsession. Yeah. That's... I saw a tweet comparing Matt Doherty and uh, João Cancelo and the fact that um, Doherty's played 16 games fewer this season, has the same amount of goals and one fewer assist. Um, and I was like, so by that logic, is Matt Doherty a better player than João Cancelo? Everyone in the world is going to say, no, that's ridiculous. Matt exactly. Doherty is not a better footballer than João Cancelo. But to the point where your point on stats, when someone is hitting 40 goals a season for no, four okay, seasons. Yeah, 40 <laughs> goals a season for four seasons. I understand that. That is a ridiculous number and fully deserves to be you know, acknowledged. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. When we're talking about R9 and Luis Suarez, okay, I've gone back there. Slew me. I don't care. But I think the eye test, the eye test for um, R9, he he passed that test with flying colours. And that is the mm. basis that I'm saying that R9, once again, I'm saying it, is a better all-round footballer than Luis Suarez. Luis Suarez, like you said about Aguero, his finishing is elite. It's, it, well, when he was at his prime and top level, like when he was in the Premier League, no one could touch him. Even at Barcelona, no one could touch him. But compare that to R9. The thing is with R9, like he, he he would be better than Luis Suarez if he didn't have injuries. Like everyone can watch Luis Suarez, um, Henri, uh, what's his name? Um, R9, I'd oh be like, yeah, he he's incredible. But like, the, in actual like in actual sense, what he achieved wasn't as much because he was injured. And you can't say R, uh, even though like if he wasn't injured, he would have achieved it anyway. Like you can't say that. Like Luis Suarez, the best ability is availability, and he, because he was available, he won the Pichichi Award, he won La Liga's, he. He's like one of the top scorers in Barcelona's history after only being there for like five seasons. Won Champions League, won everything. So it's like you can't compare like what R9 didn't do to what Luis Suarez actually did. But I think if he was injured and he was available the whole time, then yeah, R9 would be up there with Messi, Ronaldo's like best players of all time. He talks sense, doesn't he? He does I'll talk take. sense. I'll take. Yeah. Uh, we got time for one more, just a quick. Yeah, go one. on. Throw one uh, more. TFE, give us one more hot take, please. Uh, Okay, now this is uh, no, this is not biased. This is true. This is a fact. Okay, um, next season Newcastle will finish in the top ten of the Premier League. Hot take. I I agree with that. Hot I take. I think. Well, I, do I? It depends on their summer transfer window. It does depend on their window. Yeah. It depends how much they spend and how much they're allowed to spend and all that business. But I think they but might to, be able to spend quite a bit. To be honest, I don't even think it it it, uh, it matters about like how much they can spend because like be, when they got uh, taken over last October everyone's whole thing was oh who Newcastle is g- going to sign who's Newcastle Robinho going to be which amazing player they're going to get the only big money signing they brought was Bru- Bruno Guimaraes and he's like hardly played like he's just come off the bench recently like the, the uh, this is supposed to be a big takeover Chel- Newcastle going to win Champions League Premier League is going to be the next dynasty yeah and the first player they buy is Kieran Trippier Dan Byrne, Matt Target. Like, these are sensible, sensible signings. Like, they yeah. looked at the position they're in and gone, okay, cool. We'll just get players that have the right mentality and we'll get us out of this hole right now and then we'll build from there. So from the case study we've got of how they spend their money, how Amanda Stavely spends their money is sensible signings. 
but but like can progress the team. Like Dan Byrne, if he plays the card right, could be in the Newcastle squad for the next seven, eight years. And he's what, like pushing 30 now. So I think for that reason, and also because of the style of play that Eddie Howe's put into this team without Callum Wilson, which I think is a massive thing because when Callum Wilson went injured, everyone was thinking, oh, Newcastle are definitely going to go down because our source of goals has gone. But now Eddie has implemented his system. St. Maximin dribbles a bit less and passes the ball more because I watched him against Everton. He was elite, but he just doesn't pass the ball enough. In the last few games, he started to do that. Joe Willick's finding his form. Joe Linton is looking like an unbelievable box-to-box midfielder. Like I thought it was fraudulent, 40 mil. I thought something dodgy had gone on there, like some mad tax evasion, <laughs> like crap that would come out like in the future. But like he's looking like a quality player. Like I think it's like when Leicester, Leicester when they got out of their hole and won the league, I don't think Newcastle are going to win the league, but as in why I think they're going to finish top 10 is because they're going to take this momentum till the end of the season. They might even finish like 11th or 12th this season because I think they're 14th now, only like two points away from Leicester. So they yeah. can even do top 10 now if they continue with the momentum. But I think they'll they'll finish like 11th or 12th this season and then just continue the momentum next season. And for that reason, they'll get to top 10 because we've seen teams like Bournemouth in Burnley, uh, Southampton finishing the top Swansea 10 in the last City. couple of seasons. Swansea. So it's not yeah. that... Yeah, uh, last couple of seasons, uh, was that like centuries ago? No, but like, all, j- all jokes aside, like, you've seen teams get to the top 10 from that. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see if they get top 10 next year, if they can pro- progress from there post that. I like that. It was so eloquently put. It was, yeah. He, he really does make a good point, yeah, doesn't he? He can put his points across. Have you got notes? Or just, is this just like off the cuff? No, my, literally, this is my notes. <laughs> is it just three lines of, of, the, of the things I've got? <laughs> This is just based on the things I see, man. Like people say, just TFE no ball. He knows ball because it comes from TFE. here. TFE knows for a reason. TFE knows ball. That is a hot take. Um, yeah. But do you guys agree on... though? Well, I do. I do. Yeah, I, I, do I do. Yeah. I, do I think they could even do it this season, to be honest, if things yeah, go well I for think, them. If, yeah. if if the stars align, they could nick top 10. And I tip them to go down. So, I thought yeah, I, I, well. I, I thought they would, but then last five, six games, they've they've drawn against West Ham. I saw them with my own eyes against Everton, top, top performance. When Trippier got injured against Villa, I thought, yeah, we're done. Then we went to Brentford away, beat them. And then we beat somebody this weekend, I think, at home. Who was it? Uh, Brighton. We beat Brighton at home. So, says, and it's now becoming we weak. It's now becoming we, weak. Yeah, I, I did not. Shameless. This. I did not. No, no I'm, I'm looking at the table now. They are... They, they are they, six. They, po- they're five points away from from top ten this season. Five points away. So it's like, it's, it's I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't want to get too ahead of myself because like there's still relegation could still happen, but I don't think it will happen. But yeah, I think top ten next season. Hot take. There we are. Hot take. Uh, what are we doing? That's all we got time for on uh, on signing off today. Thank you for listening. Uh, I think we'll, we'll do this again. I will definitely do hot takes again. Yeah. Uh, we'll thank you guys for listening. We'll uh, we'll see you next week where uh, we might have got a special. We might have a little something special planned. We might do. Let's not uh, let's not divulge too much in case yeah. in case the guests. Just in case it cancel. doesn't happen. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll see you then. And uh, thank you, TFE, once again for joining us. Yep. It's, uh, Thanks for having part me. Part of guys. the furniture now, mate. Part of the furniture. Yes, yeah. Uh, he's part of the gang. What's this? You, uh, this, must, this must be a fifth or sixth cap. This must. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm just stat padding now. Like, oh yeah, seventh day <laughs> cap. Like, you know, like the first few caps, like you'll put it like uh, like uh, in front of when somebody walks in your house. 
that you'll they'll all see like your first few cuts, and then like the rest is just like in the this garage. The yeah, this yeah, is yeah, what it's getting to the point. Yeah, cheers, mate. We appreciate that. Uh, thank you for joining us again, mate. Pleasure as always. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy your football, and uh, we'll see you next week. Ta-ra. Take care.